Good morning! You might remember back in 2016 a little dust-up around the principal of Dominion High School, Dr. John Brewer. Well, now there's a new state law to try to stop that kind of thing from happening again. For Tuesday, June 19th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. Hey, here's a question. What's your favorite place in Loudoun to take folks visiting from out of town? That's one of the questions in our annual readers poll, Loudoun's Favorites. And so far, there are 20 nominations, from wineries to art galleries. You can add your own favorites in this and scores of other categories. It's a great way to get some recognition in the community for your favorite people, places, and businesses. Voting is open until June 30th, so check in at loudonnow.com favorites. That's loudonnow.com favorites. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. This year, the Virginia General Assembly passed a new law that prevents school employees from helping anyone land a job if they think that person might have engaged in sexual misconduct with a student. And it looks a lot like what happened in Loudoun in 2016. One of the bill's patrons, Delegate David Reed, said the states were directed to adopt this kind of legislation by Congress back in 2015. He said Congressman Don Beyer brought it to the attention of Virginia lawmakers that the state had not yet adopted a law prohibiting schools from helping teachers suspected of sexual misconduct get a job somewhere else. And the language in the new state bill describes pretty much exactly what played out in Loudoun at Dominion High School. Here in Loudoun, Dominion High School principal John Brewer and music supervisor Michael Pearson wrote letters of recommendation for former Dominion band director Brian Damron. Damron submitted those letters with his application to Duval County Public Schools in Florida and got the job. He was later fired from that school district after a student claimed that Damron had grabbed him and made repeated sexual advances toward him. Later, it turned out that similar accusations against Damron had been made when he worked at Dominion. Loudoun County Superintendent Eric Williams reported this to the Virginia Department of Education in January 2017, asking that Damron's teaching license be canceled. This was two years after Damron resigned and a month after Williams placed Brewer on leave. Damron has never been charged and has denied all allegations. Williams also recommended firing Brewer. Ultimately, after massive protest from the Dominion High School community, the school board fired Brewer, then immediately rehired him on a probationary contract. Now, the Loudoun School Board is considering going even further than the state law requires. They are considering prohibiting those kinds of professional references for individuals who are believed to have engaged in sexual misconduct, child abuse, or neglect. The policy language the board is considering states that professional recommendations are not allowed if a person has probable cause that the applicant committed those acts against students or minors. The school board is scheduled to vote on final policy language at its meeting June 26th. The new law takes effect July 1st. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, let's talk about law enforcement for a while. First up, a study to find ways to speed up 911 calls in Loudoun has met resistance from Leesburg Police Chief Greg Brown and backlash from Loudoun Sheriff Mike Chapman. 
Here's the situation today. The county has separate dispatchers to the fire and rescue system and for the sheriff's office. 911 calls get answered first by fire rescue dispatchers, and even though they operate out of the same room, if the call is a police matter, it has to be transferred over to a sheriff's office dispatcher. That can lead to some callers being delayed and having to answer the same questions more than once. If the call needs to get transferred to the Leesburg Police Department, things are a little bit more complicated. Leesburg does not use the same computerized system for handling 911 calls, so if they have to transfer to Leesburg, any notes the county's dispatchers have taken don't go to Leesburg with the transfer. Leesburg also only has basic 911 equipment that doesn't automatically give them the location of a call. In rare cases where the caller's situation or location is uncertain, it is possible to get transferred back and forth, costing time and requiring callers to answer the same questions over and over. To that end, the county commissioned a study of its emergency communications center where these calls are getting answered. That study recommended universal call takers who can handle and dispatch 911 calls for fire, rescue, the sheriff's office, and the police. Nonetheless, County Administrator Tim Hemstreet told the Board of Supervisors Finance Committee last week that he cannot recommend doing so. The reason... The two biggest stakeholders in that study, Sheriff Mike Chapman and Leesburg Police Chief Greg Brown, don't want to. Chapman argues that while universal call takers are indeed the fastest way to deal with 911 calls, consolidating all those functions under one department creates a problem of accountability. He says if something goes wrong, even if he's not in charge of the dispatchers, he'll be held accountable. He also criticized the study for drawing comparisons to other counties with different forms of government and different law enforcement. Loudoun can be difficult to compare to other counties. Virginia counties must elect a sheriff, but other large counties like Loudoun have a police department to handle law enforcement, and the sheriff runs the jail. However, Chapman said he is open to the idea of consolidating all emergency communication under one office, his. He pointed out that the majority of 911 calls in Loudoun are for police matters. Short of complete consolidation, however, he recommends other technological and process-oriented improvements to speed up 911 call-taking and dispatch. But this idea does have support from some other county leaders, namely some supervisors and combined fire rescue system chief Keith Johnson. In his career, Johnson has been a universal call-taker himself and has overseen Loudoun's emergency communications. He said the challenges to Loudoun's emergency communications cannot be fixed with technological logical solutions and that, quote, there are identified vulnerabilities in the study that should eclipse egocentric concerns, end quote. Supervisor Ralph Bona agreed the consolidation would be in the public's benefit and that should outweigh the needs of any individual department. The Finance Committee will do some more work on this before making a recommendation, and meanwhile the Sheriff's Office is working on their own study. Moving on to reckless driving, Sheriff Mike Chapman also says there's not as much of that as the tickets would suggest. If a driver in Loudoun is involved in a traffic accident that was not witnessed by a law enforcement officer, that driver can be cited for reckless driving. And in some cases, the ticket is warranted. But in others, that's not the case. In many cases where there has been a traffic accident without witness accounts or other clear evidence, law enforcement are left with the choice of citing drivers for reckless driving or nothing at all. The lesser offense would be improper driving, but Virginia law only allows judges to use that one. Chapman said that means deputies are having to write reckless driving tickets for minor traffic violations. Last year, Loudoun's sheriff's deputies wrote 1,263 reckless driving tickets. Of those, 587 were written under the general rule, meaning 587 drivers last year violated nothing specific under the reckless driving law, but their conduct allegedly endangered the life, limb, or property of any person, which is the wording of the statute. 
If you get a reckless driving charge, you're looking at a class one misdemeanor, a mandatory court appearance, and if you're convicted, up to $2,500 in fines, up to one year in jail, up to six points on your license, and a criminal record. Some people feel they need an attorney to have the best chance of getting that reduced to improper driving, and they end up paying hundreds or thousands of dollars in attorney's fees. In most cases, Chapman said, the judge will reduce that to improper driving whether or not the driver has an attorney. Of the 795 reckless driving cases that made it to Loudoun's General District Court last year, 614 were reduced to a lesser charge, and 89% of those to improper driving. Of the 181 that weren't reduced, another 66 were either dismissed, resulted in not guilty verdicts, or were not prosecuted. In other words, only 14% of reckless driving citations end up in convictions for reckless driving. Chapman said that's clogging up court dockets and wasting the court's time. To that end, he has spent three years pushing county and state lawmakers to give his deputies another tool. He noted that 11 Virginia jurisdictions have an ordinance called Failure to Pay Full Time and Attention, which gives law enforcement officers the ability to cite drivers for a lesser charge, one similar to improper driving. He's pushed the Board of Supervisors to adopt a similar ordinance in Loudoun, but while many on the Board of Supervisors are in favor, Commonwealth's Attorney Jim Plowman strongly opposes it. Plowman said this would be a violation of the Dillon Rule, which only gives localities those authorities specifically granted to them by the state. And he cited an attorney general opinion from 1979 making it clear that a county ordinance doing this would, quote, intrude upon the discretion of the court and be inconsistent with state law, end quote. With the local option falling flat, Chapman has begun pushing state legislators to allow deputies to cite people for improper driving, but it's an uphill climb. In 2015, Senators Jill Vogel and Dick Black introduced a distracted driving bill to get that done, and it died in committee. Still, Chapman has support from the chiefs of police in Leesburg, Middleburg, and Percival. If the rewording ever goes through, those drivers would not face a criminal charge, would not have to appear in court, and could just pay a fine and be on their way if they want. Still, in a memo to the Board of Supervisors back in 2015, Plowman suggested that if sheriff's deputies believe there is no probable cause in an accident scene to issue a summons for reckless driving or another charge, they should cite them for nothing at all. After all, there's nothing compelling deputies to charge somebody every time there's an accident. And finally, the Leesburg Executive Airport is getting ready for its annual open house. This year, they'll have displays and representatives from aviation businesses, angel flights, and pilots and paws will be on hand to discuss their charitable organization's free air transportation services for medical patients, rescue pets, and others in need. And, if there are no calls, PHI Medical Medevac helicopter crews will be available to answer questions and give tours of the Medevac helicopter. And if you're interested in learning to fly yourself, the flight schools that operate out of Leesburg will be there for information about their training programs, and you can tour the remote air traffic control tower currently in testing and evaluation at the airport. It is one of the first of its kind in the country. For more information, go to leesburgva.gov airport open house. You can get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, the Special Olympics Virginia Loudon 8th Annual Golf Tournament is today from 7.30 in the morning until 2 in the afternoon at the 1757 Golf Club in Dulles. Join in for a day of golf and fun and support Special Olympics athletes from Loudon. The tournament helps fund 14 athletic programs serving 452 athletes. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, go take some flying classes, buy yourself a skywriting plane, and ride it in the sky to tell your friends and subscribe. Wherever you get your podcasts, it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day. Yeah.